Hey everybody, how's it going? I guess tonight's episode is going to be a little bit different than what I originally had planned, but here goes anyway. It's, I guess it's a topic that's a little bit hard to talk about, and uh, I guess I don't really know how to begin or start with it, but I guess just to get it out there, I suffer from major depressive disorder and bipolar disorder. And basically what that means is I have a lot of states of where I'm manic, where I can just be, you know, I'm on top of the world for basically no reason at all. And I have no idea why. And then other days where I'm just extremely low and it's nothing I can say or do. I can get out of it. So... And it's growing up, I guess, I always had the thought and belief that as a man, that you shouldn't talk about your feelings and that you just keep it deep down inside you and just let it stay there. That as a man, you're not supposed to show any feelings. You're always supposed to be strong and tough. And it's... And, you know, I believe that for a long time, and there's still times where I still do believe that because I'm the main provider for my family. You know, if I were to suddenly lose my day job, you know, we wouldn't be able to survive. So there's a lot of times where I just have to, you know, suck it up and do what I got to do and, you know, forget about how I'm feeling. So it's... Uh, I I don't know. Like I said, it's still hard for me to talk about this, and I have seen someone to talk about, and while it's helped me through some issues, it just, you know, I guess, I don't know. So what does this have to do with magic? It's The two can be linked, where I've read a lot of stories where, you know, people use Magic the Gathering where they go to FNM or play EDH and they use it for, you know, a coping mechanism. And while, in a sense, magic can be a coping mechanism for me personally, it, I mean, I don't feel like it helps me fight my depression. It's definitely, you know, staves it off to where, you know, FNM comes or a PPTQ comes. I can just push it aside and not have to think about it. Um, and it's, I don't know, it's still really hard to talk about, mainly for the fact that, as I said before, it's, it's not something I can easily just discuss. As I said, growing up, I was always taught to hold it all in and not, not, there was not one specific person who taught me. It was just more of a, a lot of grown up figures learning that and, you know, seeing whatever on TV and all that. And I guess I always feel a bit of like an outsider because I'll see on social media and ever, especially on magic forms where it's like, they're almost proud of their condition of where they have depression or bipolar. I mean, they may not be proud of it, but it just, that's how it comes across where they're just openly talk about it. And 
as I said before, it's it's still strange and new to me that why would you openly discuss this? Because it's not, I guess I always have the thought of I'm constantly on a job interview where I wouldn't go to a job interview and just openly say, hey, you know, I'm here for XYZ job. And oh, by the way, I, I'm bipolar, you know, so you're not going to get the best of me, you know, every day. So, and I'm still trying to deal with it, still trying to cope with it. It's that aspect at least, but I don't know. There's, um, the one thing where I can apply this to magic, especially with my depression, the one thing my therapist taught me, and I know I've talked about this on, I think it was my second episode that I ever recorded, or was it episode four? One of them where I talked about losing, I think it was episode four, where losing really sucks. And it's, of course, me being naturally competitive. I always want to do the best, be the best. And where, you know, my therapist taught me where you have those unrealistic expectations of trying to be perfect all the time. You know, you're you're never going to be perfect all the time. And that's where, and that's where he taught me about rational emotive behavior therapy or basically, and I know I've discussed this before, I think it was episode four of the podcast, pretty sure where you were basically, it's sort of like not letting external circumstances control how you feel where I, as I said before, in examples where you play a game of magic and you lose, you know, if you play to the best of your ability that you know of, you didn't lose because you're a bad player. You lost because you lost. I mean, it's going to happen. You know, just the other... I went to an FNM recently where I went 0-3, and I dropped after the third round. And I made... I didn't, I played a deck that wasn't good against the current meta. But I felt like I played as best as I could. And I made the best plays I thought I could. And, you know, I came away not mad at all. And I feel like that's what rational emotive behavior therapy teaches you. Where, you know, you can't control what you can't control and you know let me bring up some examples here that i know i've talked about before well hey there zoe why the long face there chum i just want to order some magic cards but the shipping was too expensive too expensive well did you know if you go to legitmtg.com you can order any magic cards and anything over two dollars or more has free shipping Wow, free shipping at legitmtg.com. That's amazing. You heard that right, Zoe. Free shipping at legitmtg.com with any order over $2 or more. Be sure to visit today and get the best deal on Magic Singles and Magic Sealed product available. Wow, that's amazing. Here we go. Here are some examples here. So, as I said before, rational emotive behavior therapy... It is, here's a, I guess an example 
of a common thought without rational motive behavior therapy. You went 0-4 at a tournament, and your first thought is, I must be a terrible player and should just quit. You know, feelings of wanting to quit, angry and sad. So an example of common thought with rational motive behavior therapy of that same you know, circumstance where you went 0-4 at a tournament, you know, actually you should be thinking, I may have misjudged the meta or misplayed a lot. I need to learn not to do X, Y, and Z next time. So basically you see the difference there is, you know, not letting the circumstance dictate your emotions. And that's what I, especially what I've been gearing towards magic, especially that getting those feelings where, you know, especially I feel like I'm getting better at it. I mean, it may not be all the time, but you know, you just need to realize that in life, especially in magic that you're going to lose. There's going to be nights where you go 0 four and um, there's a player at my LGS who is known for winning all the time because he'll play, you know, the flavor, the weak deck or, wins consistently and gets mad if he loses you know and I remember one time playing against him you know I was playing to get placed just at a standard FNM and I lost and you know I felt I did the best I could and you know was I disappointed sure yeah but it wasn't the end of my world you know if I if I had won I may have gotten second or third place and maybe 20 30 bucks and prize money and that that's really nothing to me you know but to someone like him you know it could mean a lot more and you know he just said like oh I'm really sorry you know you know I just had to do this and that I'm like dude it's fine it's fine I it's I'm okay I really am I'm not mad and you know I've gotten you know angry and disappointed in magic before where and it's more angry at myself for misplaying or doing something dumb and you know what it's slowly trying to learn that you're going to mess up. You're going to make mistakes. And that's sort of what rational emotive behavior therapy does is it try to teach teach you that. So another one that, um, another example could be, you know, you were in, just as I was talking about before you were in battle for first place and misplayed and lost. And, you know, like I said, you could be feeling, oh, that I'm terrible. I should just quit this game, you know, stuff, stuff like that. But instead, with rational motive behavior therapy, you talk about even though I lost, next time I can expect X, Y, and Z to happen and prepare for it. better preparation. So it's, in the end, it's all really about a mindset. So what does this have to do with depression? It's something that I battle with every day and it's, it does help to an extent. It helps that when something bad happens to me, like say really good classic example, I'm late to work because there is a traffic jam, you know, it's, I'll still get annoyed, frustrated, but you know what? I can't control that traffic jam. If it happens, it happens, you know, and, you know, I can apply it to work. Me being a network engineer, 
eventually the network is going to go down. And the times where I get frustrated at that is when I just hit a brick wall where it doesn't make sense why the network went down. Um, Yeah, I mean, I can think of plenty of examples of, you know, when there's a network loop happening or, you know, a route isn't working correctly, but everything on my config shows that it's correct and there's no, you know, physical indication of a loop. But uh, that's, that's neither here nor there. But it's just accepting that you cannot control every single circumstance. And that's hard to do. And that does help, especially with day-to-day stuff. That, you know, there's just always going to be stuff out of your control. And you'll have to deal with it as it comes. But what about depression itself? Depression itself is... You know, as I learn, it's something that's a neural chemical in your brain where I guess the, you know, whatever neurons aren't firing to, I don't know, to, I, I don't know the exact, what exactly happens or how, how it happens, but basically that's, that's what happens. And you take SSRIs to help that. And it, it does help to an extent, of course. And everybody's different. You know, some people can just do without it, you know, do without SSRIs. Some people are dependent on them or need higher dosages. Um, and how does magic help that? It, As I said before, in, in a way, it just helps you stave off, you know, f- those deep, dark feelings of, depression that depression inevitably inevitably puts on you feelings of self self worthlessness or you know whatever it may be Broken computer, do you wish you could take your PC back in time? Well, Horizon Data Sys has developed the premier product called Rollback RX. Rollback RX not only allows you to bring your machine back to any point in time, but it's a great way to recover from a bad driver update, viruses, or even a botched installation. Horizon Data Sys doesn't tend to discount their product often as they know it's going to save you hundreds of dollars in recovering your PC. But for listeners of Magic with Zuby, they provided us an exclusive discount. Visit https colon slash slash goo.gl slash capital D I capital B V A capital F for 25% off rollback RX. I guess I just wanted to really come out and say it that yeah, I have depression and it's something that I have to deal with and there's days, especially like today, where it's just not easy. I just don't want to get up, don't want to do anything, and I feel terrible because as a father, I just I can't even want to want to be with my kids, and that just makes me feel even worse. And you know, not wanting to be with my kids just spirals me down into a deeper and deeper hole. Um, not wanting to do the podcast, not wanting to play magic, not wanting to do anything, just sit there and wallow in my own self-pity. And it just feels like there's no light at the end of the tunnel, that there's no way to get out of it. Um, when I was a kid, I 
I know I suffered through depression a lot and there was just a lot of outside circumstances that, that, you know, I guess pronounced the, um, depression. I can remember as a kid, um, especially in high school, that one of the things that really helped me was Lord of the Rings. And I used to, I started reading the books. God, how old was I? Like 10 or 11. And then the movies came out when I was 14 or 15. So I was reading the books from elementary school through middle school. And I remember when they announced the movies, I was so ecstatic about it. And, and it's, um, it's something that does help, you know, just those stories of, you know, friendship and basically just going on while there's no hope, you know, where you feel nothing but despair. And that's what happens that, or that's how I feel a lot of times with the depression where I just feel it's hopeless. It's there's, there's no way of going forward anymore in life. And this is it. And this is going to be the end, but it, you know, what keeps me going a lot is my wife and kids and my wife and I like to joke, not really joke, but we like to say that she's my Sam, you know, Samwise from Lord of the Rings or Sam from Supernatural. Um, not Sam from Game of Thrones. Fuck that Sam. He's a, He's fucking useless. Sam Tarley, he's a fucking useless motherfucker. Let me tell you. Fucking useless. Samwise and Sam from Supernatural, Sam Winchester would fucking own his ass. But, yeah. So I don't know. I mean, if anyone's even listening to this, this has been quite a ramble. And I guess it's just something I wanted to get out there. Maybe, maybe it'll help me. I don't know. So if you stuck around this long listening to this, thank you. And I am working on getting the next interview set up. I'm trying to interview a local game store owner and just really talk about, I guess, the LGS life and see what it's like. It's going to be a local game store in this area. So thanks for listening, everybody. All right. Have a good night. And now it's time for Bob Plays Magic. <sighs> Judge! Oh god, not again. Coming right over. Now it seems to be the pro. Oh, well, you see, Judge. I cast Lightning Bolt on his Delver of Secrets, and he responded with a mana leak. Now, the Delver of Secrets should still die, correct? Oh god, not this again. This guy's an idiot. Oh my god. No, no. No, well, you see here, and what's your name again? Oh, Bob. Well, Bob, you see, what's happening here is what we like to call the stack. And what he is responding to your lightning bolt by casting a mana leak to stop your lightning bolt. Now, do you have three mana to pay for this lightning bolt? Don't. Obviously, I don't, but his Delver secret should still die, though, right? No, you see, you misunderstand. When you cast your lightning bolt and he casted his mana leak, it went on the stack. And whichever spell was cast last gets resolved first. So the lightning bolt should resolve, correct? No, it will not. Oh, God. Oh, that, 
Okay. All right. Darko. Now, are there any other questions, Bob? No, I guess not. All right. So, on my next turn, I cast Lightning Bolt. And once again, I respond with another Mana Leak. Oh, duh. The, the, the Lightning Bolt should kill the Delver of Secrets, right? Judge! And that has been Bob playing Magic.